I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have permission to catch 360. <laughs> <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, buddy? something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360. The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people who are actually just do it. it makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Makes you cool. Supercoach 360 podcast. Hey, welcome to Supercoach 360. How you going? <laughs> Weird start. Anyway, how you doing? It's Origin. We're all flipping out. We're so excited. It's an hour and a half away. We can't wait. Um, welcome to Supercoach 360, special pre-Origin edition. We're sort of doing this off the cuff because obviously Origin's going to put up a lot of things this week that we can't quite answer until after the game. Any injuries, any suspensions, any restings. What we can take away so far is team lists. Team lists have pretty much only named Turbo but he's still named in the extended squad as the only one getting a rest, really. Everyone else is named to back up for their clubs. Um, Benny Hunt, Willie, Woney, 48-hour turnaround, everything that's going on with the Dragons at the moment. Uh, jump in the comments if you're listening to us on Facebook uh, and tell us who you think um, Ben Hunt is going to. Will he get a release from the Dragons, yes or no, and where's he going? Personally, my money's on the Dolphins, but apparently the Titans, the Roosters, everybody else is in the race. But my money is on the Diggity Dolphins. Um, Supercoach, let's talk NRL Supercoach, it was a massive week, Nico uh, top scored, Joey Manu and King Gutho get their honourable mentions this week, all just absolutely brained it, did really well, uh, so there wasn't much in it in terms of captains, they were three of the most popular captains probably by far, um, yeah, so they, they, did, they did really well. Um, the buy round was an interesting one. Did you manage to feel the full 13? Uh, I did, but 
Was it worth it? I don't know. I bought in Carraz at the end of last week, and I don't know how I feel about that because he did garbage again, and the Bulldogs aren't looking great, and what have I done? They were solid at the start of the year, but maybe this is just one of those NRL history things that I need to remember is that the Bulldogs can come out of the gate strong where they don't necessarily finish strong. I don't know. Do they have a reputation for that? I'm joined, of course, by a resident Bulldogs fan doing the shares at the moment, wearing his blues, loud and proud for tonight. Uh, Bergs, how you doing, brother? Chilling, yeah. It helps if you're talking in the microphone. Have you turned it off, Bergs? Flick the switch up. No, I cannot. Well, should I just keep talking anyway? Yeah, you're good. I've got you now. Um, so, yeah. Uh, speaking last week, I... I did have two of those guys that went big. I had Manu and Guffo. Yeah. Oh, and Nico. Actually, I had them all. Who's your captain? Uh, I looped. I looped. And you, how I, many players I did you have? I looped Joey Manu. Oh, I only had 12, so... So it was a free loop. It didn't cost you anything. Yeah, and I just thought I'm banking the 117 or 18 points or whatever it was, and yeah. I didn't have to have the stress of Nico doing well or not, and I got to enjoy... Enjoy the dogs get flogged, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wasn't much in enjoyment, but I guess he had a good birthday and the core had a good hundredth. Um, so, yeah. See, there was a party in the shy that night for sure. Yeah. Like, in hindsight, like, could have left it on Nico and got a couple of extra points, but much I felt more. the loop in the buy round with a hundred in the banks, good. Yeah. I did a post on it. I, I was looping if he got a hundred. He got a hundred and seventeen, so it was above what I was saying I was looping that anyway, so I was happy with it. Didn't have to run the risk of a head knock or arrest or anything. I ran the risk and I was packing myself that entire Sharks game because he did all right in the first half but wasn't being brilliant. And then in the second half sort of thing, did all right but wasn't being brilliant. But I can deal with that. That worked for me. Uh, He does well anyway. Um, So do you have 17 this week? Uh, let me do a quick count. Uh, what about you? How many you got? I've got 17 this week. Just I've 17? I've got 18. I have 18. So you can loop and do an AE? Well, I'm just, I'm worried that Teddy or Munster or someone will get a rest or a Defi who has already had one pretty big rest. I'd like to be able to sit him this week, but with Katoa, not, with no news or anything on Katoa, I don't really want to sell him, but I have to play Defi. I got fifteen plus a trade. Uh, if I take Origin out of it, yeah, um, and that's if Teddy and Payne Haas don't back up, yeah, yeah, or Harry Grant, Damian Cook, like one of those Origin guys. I don't have many, and Turbo's technically not counted because he's not in the name squad at this point. Right. So, what about you've got gold? Do you want to go? How's your nineteen look? Um, I've got exactly thirteen for nineteen. Um, we've no origin players in amongst that, so I'm pretty much doing okay, barring injuries, you know what I mean? But um, I've noticed a lot of people really struggling to field a side come 19 if you've, if you've loaded up in the last two weeks. I've got nine. And that's without trades. But you've got some trades in hand, which is lucky for you. There's going to be people out there that don't have that. Well, see, I just didn't do any real planning on the first buy round, whereas my plan was always sort of to build my team in this part of the season. So what I want to look at tonight, and I think you've got it on your list of talking points there, is uh, the dream team. Where are we at? 
uh, and how are we building towards it? Well, yeah, I've got, we'll go into it now. Yeah, yeah, well, I've got how many keepers do you have now and how many are in your original dream team plus who has to go and who, who, who needs to be nuffed. Like, in your opinion from your team at the moment, like, it's now at the point where you probably can nuff one or two. I still think you should have a few extra players this year with the buyers and staff. Um, normally, you could probably get away with having 20. Um, but at, at the moment, I have one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. I got fifteen that are like a straight up locked in for the dream team on the way home. Yeah. Um. And then I've got a few ums and ahs. Like, well, the dream team's changed here and there, but I've got the blokes that are. I'm I'm counting Hopgood average, in the dream team yeah, now because well, so it's like yeah, 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 and just because of where he's at, like with the second row, he's he's one of the highest average in blokes. Bar and his role changed, he stays. Yeah. Um, how do how do you sack a bloke that's doing what he's doing? Uh, same as I've got Nakora and Bateman both doing well. Yeah, ba- um, Bateman made it into mine, and I've got David Feeder as well, which I'll just hang on to all year. And then my front row is Harson, Tahu Harris. I fucked up and brought in Tar- uh, Pangai Junior last week, but I'll hang on to him now. I won't sell him. Yeah. I'll probably just look to play him on matchups. He seems to turn up against the bigger and harder side, so. That's good for, for me, and yeah, <clears throat> I've just got to get Naif back, pretty much, and in saying that, if Naif did have complications or anything, I'd be happy to run with Jerome Hughes at the moment. See, I haven't got my finisher yet. That's yep. my thing, is I haven't got my I had Naif, but my trade this week is I'm thinking about trading a Cogger. So, just because he seems to be doing a solid enough job there, where he'll make 200k, and hopefully it'll be just that little bit easier to get back to Naif. Yeah. Um, and then keep Nico the whole way through. But then weeks like this are hard because Nico's got to buy. Yeah. So. Well, you, weeks like this as well, if, you, if you're if you only running 13 players, 14, uh, 17 players, like you've only got that number. Yeah. But you have an 18th, you cop your AE that week if you have to. And not worry about doing that trade. And then you've still got Nafe and Nico, you know. I'm considering um, it, but it's also that thing of it's a lot of money to be sitting around for quite a while and I still need to... I've got to get Defee back. I'm going to upgrade one of the back rowers to Defee. Yeah. Um, who Sh- you Shust- Shuster's getting there now to the point where. Well, you who are you looking at nothing out, and who are you looking at upgrading? Like who's who's made enough money for you to upgrade, or who's made enough money for you to nuff? Um, or le- a less enough money for you to nuff. Yeah. See, in terms of probably <clears throat> Sunia Taruva. Yeah. But at the moment, I also. Thinking about holding him for a little bit. He's working well as a fifth. It, it's, it's doing quite well. Um, but then I only brought in Karaz and Dom Young last week. Um, I got Valence Tafare there, but he hasn't made anywhere near enough. And then Isaac Fasul Malawi is pretty much enough already in there. Yeah. Uh, Sean Kepi will be an upgrade yeah. to Tino. Um, and That's then a I'll, lot of money. You've got to try to free up. No, I've got for D I've got seven hundred and fifty sitting in the bank already. So oh, they're yeah, not real the money's freed up pretty much to just do what I need to do. Yeah. Um and then I'm just looking to trade off on injuries. The other one is I've eventually got to make a call on KP, Walker or Munster. 
and who goes coming into that back end of the year. But, I mean, if Souths are in finals contention, it'd sort of be crazy to be getting rid of Cody, you'd imagine. But we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, injuries occur and stuff too, like, yeah, that's and restings happen towards the back end, so you might get you might get given the option. Well, see, that's the, okay. So that's something I want to bring up is you need to look at your leagues and when your leagues end, because not all head-to-head finals are round twenty-six. Some can be round twenty-seven this year, and if you're in a head-to-head that's resting in round twenty-seven or like playing in round twenty-seven when the mass rests are on by the people that know where they are, depending on where the ladder's made up. Yeah, you need some pods. Oh yeah, you. I mean. You you could be like really struggling for depth that week because everyone's got the guns, right? So, well, yeah. the good news is half the time they sort of get sp- sprinkled out over them last three four rounds. They don't get you always get one or two decent runners in that last game. Mainly people coming eighth and shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly that, right. Like that, it, but... it all just so that's it. It's just gonna be one of those things. You just gotta watch how the board's made up by the end of the year and see what we actually get. Yeah, but I'm definitely keeping that in mind. Um, what moves did you have to make last week to get a win? I know you didn't win all your head to heads, but just to keep up, I'm, like, I'm up. I'm still up there. I, I dropped like fifty spots last week. So like, I like, only dropped like fifty points. So yeah, but what I mean is like the end of Vice Team this Tuesday, and then by actual kick off on the Friday, we'd lost more. Um, how'd you handle it? Like, did you go alright? Did you make crazy moves, or did you make good moves? No, well, I bought in Dom Young. Which, yeah, hindsight might not have been the greatest move. We got two tries and still only got a 50, didn't he? Yeah. Which is... Yeah. Right, I'll be watching his break-even, Juzzy, and just thinking about burning through a trade there. Well, yeah, I'll see what happens. If it was a wrong decision, it's a wrong decision. That's the thing. A lot of it's just hopefully parked cash well, at this point. you got Penrith this week, don't you? Yeah, but jumping against Taruva, I imagine he'll, he'll be where some of their only points are going to come from, depending on what's going on with restings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Kiraz, because I'm sort of hoping he'll fire. I figure he was bottom dollar. Like, same thing. That was probably a trade I didn't need to make. I made it because Harrison Edwards was dropped out of the squad. And I was like, all right, sweet, time to juice Harrison Edwards. But there was no point bringing in my keeper last week. So I brought in someone who I can see if he can find form. Um, Yeah, I don't sound super confident about that, do I? No, no, no. No, bugger. Ah, uh, yeah, I was obviously thinking silly last week. So well, it, was, it was a scramble for points. Like, you didn't want to lose touch. Yeah, well, see, I would just um, want yeah, because right. like, I felt like I had to bring in someone who was making points last week. And really, considering they're not playing, if they're not playing 19, that wasn't really a benefit to me. I should have been thinking about 19 and just grabbed a couple of players, maybe made that point sacrifice, thinking you'll make it back in 19. Well, Supercoach Playbook, anyone hasn't checked it out, supercoachplaybook.com, um, they, they did a thing... Um, about what the top 1% and the top 5% and top 10% had. And I think you'll find heavily that a lot of them ran with 11, 12s. Not at like, and that was after trades and stuff too. Yeah. So like there was a week that I understand the scramble because you could have made up points if these players you brought in did well. You know what I mean? You could have made up some really good ground. Um, I, we've still got another one to come where you can make up good ground. And this following week, is another week where you can really make up good ground on, on people. Like, what round is it this week? 17? Yeah. Like, there's three decent teams out. Well, not decent teams, but there's three teams with decent amount of supercoach players in them, like Bateman, Nikoras, Nikos, um, and stuff like that. Buller, highly owned now as well. 
Like this week, a lot of people are struggling again with making up the numbers. And I think, I don't think there's another one in 20. I think it's only a single, a single bye week. I don't think it's a mass bye week. So this is pretty much, we're, it, we're through the thick of it now. And you've got trades. So if, if, for me personally, if I was in your position, you, you've got, you can make good moves over the next couple of weeks with your trades. Yeah, that's the plan. So but if you're down to 10 trades like me, I wouldn't be looking at I got 14 before too, this week. So too many moves, you know. And I can use, what, seven over the course of the next three weeks to get my team exactly where I want it to be. Yeah. Would you take the hit in, in 19 just for the run home quality or? I mean, that's not my thinking. what's the point of bringing in a bloke that's only going to get you a 45 or a... A 50 when the following week, old mate, it's a chance of getting you 80 or 90, which makes up for that 45. Well, see, the thing is, I'm sort of waiting for round 20. I've got to take a punt on a couple before round 20, like over that round, uh, sorry, yeah, round 20, because that'll be the week after sort of thing, Um, even round 21, before all the origin stars come back and just run home, just solid as, but we'll see what happens. Got anything in the live there? Uh, Yeah. uh, Michael Duckeye says, surely Marju is a VC option this week. I'd still be watching the restings. I'd still be watching the restings in that. Um, like Penrith, for some unknown reason, Penrith and Newcastle have really good tight games the last couple of games I think they've played. Um, but it's always been without Naif as well, and they're without Naif. And they'll probably be without a couple of others. So Marju is worth a good shout. He'd want to do well too, getting dropped off the bus. Um, I'm looking at more along the lines of Gufferson for my VC. But if you don't own, I can see Marju. And then where are you going with your captain, but Michael? Um, that's the other thing. The other thing is some tougher matchups at the end of the week to sort of put a captain on. If you had Reese Walsh, I wouldn't mind him against the Titans. Well, what have you lost, bud? I'm a dream team. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's not a bad shout, and I think he'd be very pod like Jazzy said. He sold him last week, and I know he wasn't the only one in amongst the people we talked to that did sell Marju, so he could even be heading poddish. I'm not sure. I haven't checked his ownership, but it could be a good VC. I didn't sell him. Didn't you sell him? No, bro. Oh, I, I held him. You, I thought you said you sold him. No. Yeah. Brother did. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cheese did. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Cheese sold him. We were talking with him before the show, and he mentioned that he sold him last week on that train. And I was like, no, no, no. I was counting on the one-week thing. Well, he's Cheer. down to 16% own, which is still semi-high. But, um, yeah, I like it. It's not bad. It's pretty juicy, actually, now that I have a good think about it. But I'm running Guffo because he's going back-to-back hundreds and just hoping Mitch... Moses comes back from Origin. Bit of fucking extra spring in his step if he plays. Yeah. Sweet. What's next on your list? Um, the looping in the buy round. What, what's your number, Juzzy? Like what, at what point would you think, um, especially if you're in the hunt for head-to-head, I mean overall glory, if you're in the hunt for overall glory more than head-to-head, um, at what point is, is looping in the buy round a good number? Like, I did a post on Facebook the other day. It went okay. Um, and 80, 90 
seemed to be a pretty good ballpark figure for a buy around. I said a hundred, but I yeah. Mean, to be locking 160 away as your captain in some of those rounds, I mean, you know, it. it's a gamble, man. It's been an absolute gamble all year. And those buy rounds, like you said, you get the free loop. So I think you'll find it's been more beneficial if you risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's actually but... worked out more beneficial in both buy rounds to not take that early loop. Um, but that being said, it's points in the bank. Yeah. And if you're right up there, sometimes points in the bank is what you need. But like that's it. What's more beneficial? Running the loop where you pick up fifty players, uh, fifty points, or picking up a couple of the different players that play that round, and hopefully them getting seventy, eighty points each. Yeah, which is possible because other people have to step up in the absence of the Origin stars. Well, we noticed everyone just about noticed it last week with Ruben Gary. Like people brought him in. Last week, after his hundred and thinking he was going to go gangbusters in the centres oh, again, look at him go in centre. But like we talked about on the podcast, like he's missing so much of his help, and he's playing know? opposite side centre sometimes. Yeah, sometimes he's playing left centre and smashing it. But I think the other day was he playing left centre or right centre? Oh, I'm not sure. I wasn't really focused on exactly. I just noticed him getting nothing and doing nothing. So yeah, well, he was just trying to control everything else. Yeah, he was busy. Yeah, but he wasn't. It weren't translating. But, yeah, highly owned last week. Um, I noticed a lot of people selling this week. And it's like, well, Cherry Hopefully should... back with Tommy. Cherry, Cherry. Cherry should back up. If you don't want to play him this week, I understand you're not playing him, but surely he's going to be a guy you want for the run home. You know, he's, he's averaging, I think, 74 for the year, which is way up there with all the rest of the centre wings, if not some of the top-tier full-backs. Yeah. How do you overlook it? Um, yeah, I just... I can understand you're not playing him while he's playing centre without them, but if you've got the option, I'd bench him even this week if they don't back up. Um, but I don't really have that option, so I'm playing him. <laughs> it's him or Billy Smith, who's probably me enough. I'm going to enough Billy Smith out. He hasn't done... Enough for me to upgrade him, so... Yeah, Rooster's playing like garbage, aren't they? Yeah, I'll just nuff him out. Um, But, yeah, so... Did we come up with a number for you for looping in the buy round? Like, if you were in the hunt for overall, like, if you were in the top 100 and a 100-point spread hit your lap, are you looping it? Or are you riding the Nico train after he's gone back-to-back 40s? Two weeks prior. I, I rode the Nico train. No, I'm just off. saying if you were in the top 100 gunning for spots. like. Well, I mean, I'm not in the top 100, but I, I am I am up there in the top, like, 2%. So, you know, it's only a few hundred points here and there off it. So that's what I mean. The risk of for the biscuit and the pod move. I mean, look at people that have captain, captain Gutho the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Paid off. Yeah. You know, and, and that's it. You've got to go against the grain. Um, Lloyd Clark said he didn't take Gutho's loop last week as his head-to-head were all on Heinz. And, I, you know, difference would have been marginal. Whereas had Hines not performed... Yeah, he would have carved up. Had all of a sudden the Bulldogs turned up, yeah. like, yeah, it could be a very different thing. It's Pango, and, I mean, he looks disinterested again. Like, Andrew Barkworth yeah. said he's used the loop five times this year. Most times only uses it two to three, which is pretty hectic when you think about it. Are, like, you, using the, are you using the calculator, but Barco, like, are you getting the best out of your loops, or, or are they just... That's it, have they paid off? just doing the loops? Like, there's, there's a difference between doing the loop and pulling the loop off. <laughs> 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 so he, he's back with that one. Um, 
Okay, all right, Jazzy, just quickly, um, can you pick the moments that have let you down since the major buy rounds have started, like things that have regressed you or even things that have put you the other way and springboxed you up the ladder? Because you've, you've gone gangbusters over the last probably eight weeks, six weeks. Yeah. Um, whereas I've regressed but slowly crept, crept in and out, you know what I mean? I've never flown back up the ladder like you did, like you flew up there and then... Couple of good captain court choices, bro. Bang, bang, green, green, which is good. And I just want, I just want people to have a think of like, what do you know where you went a bit left that pulled you up the ranks? Like some certain moves you made that no one else was doing that week, or um, nah, that's the thing. Like I can't really put my finger on it. Playing Teddy when other people weren't thinking about playing Teddy, um. And and just, yeah, really picking who I've played most of the time. There haven't been any great trades in. Lemuelu was, you know, solid for a bit. Uh, I've moved him on now. But, yeah, when I actually think about it, I got off hop good, got back on him. If anything, I've made heaps of the super coach mistakes this year. I've traded guys in and out multiple times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've, um, yeah, I've traded Harry Grant in and out. I think I've traded Munster in and out. Um, Cleary, no, I would have started with Cleary, but no, I still think I may have traded him in and out. I think everyone, not everyone did, but a couple of us did, um, when he was about to have that massive price rise and then he got 120 that week. Yeah. When he was going to have that big price drop. Yeah. But we brought in Nico who got buck 80, which sort of cancelled out the pain. Nah, see, I, sw- nah, I swear I've had Nath since the start because I, 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 that was one of the things, right? Well, I had Nath from I the start. I caught both of those scores and I captained Nico that week. Well, I had, I had, um, I had to bring him in. Like, I remember I, I sold Nath for Nico and then brought Nath in the next week, which was a lunatic play, but I had to. You know what I mean? That was the only way I could get Nico because I just I couldn't get the any other way. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to get him, you know? Yeah, well, that's it. He was going up so far in price. It has. It's been a bit of a wild season, hasn't it? Yeah, it oh. has. It has. Yeah, it's been a good season though. Like footy wise, been pretty decent. Like, I think we've seen some decent footy this year. Um, where have you gone wrong? Can can oh, you pick? Can you pick where like where you stuffed up? Trying to pod on every now and again. What was your strategy at the start of the year? Did you stick to it? Nah, never do, man. Um, I just get a bit blase, you know, I go. Um, mainly, you know what fucks me up? Chatting. Like, I have a plan. I have a plan that I've planned normally after watching a weekend of footy. And I think to myself, well, especially after two, three rounds of footy, you sort of gauge where you're at with a couple of players who are either just missing out or they're a little bit hard done by. And you think, well, they're starting to really come on, you know, and they're not. yeah the eye test isn't always the best test um but yeah like there's some things where i've zigzagged and fallen but we're we're going okay at the moment so barco's got back to you he said four out of the five were better off well done barco well played especially the marju and gutho loop gutho loop weeks so done well there well done um yeah origin so i do have one question it's about Milne from South, so I have no information as far as I know he's dropped. Um, Mick, so that was Michael Mizzy. 
Cheers, Mick and Lloyd. I was saying probably good for the halftime show because we're always fucking late. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Origin. Uh, I've got faith in Mitch. I really do. I think Mitch Moses come a long way in his career. The last three years, in particular, last year he got close and lost a grand final. So he knows what that future. Fucking feeling of losing's like, especially that big, the big dance, you know. Um, losing that grand final last year would be beneficial to us as New South Welshmen, I think, because you still have that feeling of losing the big game, um, provided pressure don't get to him about that as well. Like, that's another big thing. Like, um, pressure is a massive thing in football. This is Mitch's game, though, to stand up. Well, like, he's gotten this chance when, like, you know, everyone's talking clearly, clearly, clearly. Yeah, he's know. got the chance. And well, he's going he's going to do it. This is the toughest game he's probably ever going to play in his career. He's going to Suncorp. Everyone fucking hates him. There's about six blokes with blue jerseys on, like, in the crowd. And you hear nothing. You hear nothing. Everyone out there is going off, bro. Like, the, the, the ref is automatically hearing all the oh forward right right and it definite around the whole of Suncorp you know like he's got a hard night ahead of him but I've got faith in him and as long as as long as Turbo plays that role role uh roving role um I've got I've got massive faith like we we could have had that game one but we just didn't have the clutch moments and the the steal I guess to close the deal and I'm just hoping that they can do it this way. <laughs> you? Yeah, bring it on. What, I'm like, what do you see? Yeah, it's Mitchie's game to step up. I mean, look, all the Blues have to step up. They, aside from the couple of early penalties and the errors, they had that game last time. They gave that game away, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think they sat back on it and just thought, oh, we'll close this out. Even the two early penalties, which led directly to points. And then they had to really muscle their way back in to find the points to get themselves back in that game and then get themselves into the lead. And then they gave away the lead, bro. Like, they yeah. gave away that lead at the end, ultimately. Yeah. And they can't do that. 80 minutes. Just go out there and play your game for 80 minutes. You guys will win it. That's all you need to do. And to, then to be the honest, deciders on our home turf. To be honest, you've got to be playing 90 minutes. In your head, you have to be 90 minutes of football and you have to be fit enough to be 90 minutes of football. Do you know, you have, it's, this is a game where you've got to be doing extras. Like, and I don't know, it's, we just don't seem to have that couple of them guys who want to do that. Like, Latrell's a massive out again, but Critter will do a job. I feel Turbo's the... the the linchpin here. If he has a massive game with Mitch Moses, I think sky's the limit for us then. You know? A bit worried about um, Reese Robson and Big Steph. It's a fucking massive game to get deputised in. But I hope Big Steph's up to it because I think that I hung on to Big Steph last week over Edwards um, just in the hopes he comes back from origin a different beast because I remember when they had the... the Origin COVID squads and they were thirty man squads or something. Um, he came back out of there different beast, um, and yeah, he just he learned a lot and he just doesn't get used right by the Tigers for me. 
But if he has a big game in Origin and shows it, I can see him finishing the year. He's done, you know. Like so, hang on. It's it's a massive hope and dream thing, but go fucking Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Get there, you big fella. Yeah. yeah. Sweet ass. So yeah, Turbo. Do you reckon, do you reckon Turbo's going to back up? So I don't think he backs. Up. If he if if he has as big a game as we need him to have for the Blues to win, we need him to have the biggest biggest game of his career as well. Like, these blokes have to be fucking on it Out for to blood. win it. Otherwise, you're fucking not going to win up there. And they already, like, fuck, as much as I've rubbished Queensland in the past, they're a fucking great footy team. They're, they always put something great on the park. You know, their team's fucking good team, man. Yeah. You know? So yeah, we we got to be up for it. Otherwise, we'll get we'll get run all over again. I can't wait. Yeah, less than an hour to go. Let's Bring go it on. Get a feed. Yeah, hundred percent. Thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy Origin. If you're listening to the after this, uh, after Origin, well, you'll know exactly what happened. But thanks for listening. Good luck with your Super Coach Round Seventeen. We'll uh, see you next week. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.